Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the real. Everybody! Pew, Happy pew. Monday. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Over there is Bradley Traynor. Hi. Happy Monday. Um, happy Monday indeed. It's a fresh new week. Uh, and we are just, you know, adjusting to a whole new world like we do every day. Of course. It's a whole new world. It really is. Uh, and you know who is still adjusting to a whole new world? Who? Britney Spears. Oh. So in the... Yes. Oh, you know what? Why it's didn't we do it? We should have done that. You. That was... My, thank you for having me. Um, okay, so here's the deal. So here's the latest. Uh, there's a lot to catch up on when it comes to Britney Spears. One of the things she did over the weekend that is a thing that Britney Spears does all the time. We should have a name for this, where she posts on Instagram and then deletes it. Yeah, think before you act, I think is the thing we call that. Right? <laughs> So she posted on Instagram and she exposed the text messages that she sent to her mother, a friend and the lawyer who was assigned to her when she do you remember back in 2019? I want to say it was January of 2019. She was uh, put in a facility. We didn't know what you know, whether it was like an addiction rehabilitation This was after she uh, said she was not going to tour anymore because of her dad. And then shortly thereafter, she ended up going to quote rehab or some sort of facility. Right. And and she says that it was against her will. Now, if you go back in the Wayback Machine, and you remember where we were at the time, thank you. You might remember that we were in a place where we were I think the free Britney movement had sort of started to pick up some steam. Yeah. So we were definitely talking more about her conservatorship. She was we knew that she was not we knew she was somewhere. Um, and do you remember there was a time where like Sam Asgari took her out yeah. like on the town yeah. and we got a look at her mm-hmm. and we thought, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, she has now released texts that she sent while she was in that facility. Um, for example, here's one to her mother. And you can only guess that she's talking about her father, Jamie Spears. Okay. Or perhaps the doctor. Uh, she said he was trying, he, he was saying he wants to up the Seroquel. And I'm like, whoa, horsey, go bleep yourself. And then she said, Seroquel, I thought was it's sleep aid, but it's for bipolar and it's way stronger than lithium. I literally feel all the sick medicine in my stomach. I feel like he's trying to kill me. I swear to God I do. 
Okay, so she she posted this on Instagram, and you're saying this is no longer on Instagram. No, she took that down. These texts were from January-ish of 2019. Correct, okay. and that was the one to her mother. And then she sent one to, I, this name is... Actually, wouldn't that have been January 2020? Maybe. Why do I think it? Why did I say 2019? I don't know. But anyway, it was before um, it was before we were all sort of on team uh, Britney conservatorship. Right. Like before it was. But but anti conservatorship. The, by the all conversation means. had begun, yeah. but we weren't yeah, yeah. deep into it and she wasn't freed yet. OK, so she's You're t- right. It probably was 2019 so or 2020. She, so she's talking to her mom allegedly about her dad trying to like basically overdose her on medication, which. Did we not sort of completely think that was what was happening? I mean, that's what we've been told up to this point, right? One of the concerns is that she has no say in her own, uh, you know, choices medically. Right. So, um, okay. So, so the next thing we learn in that is that she also texted, I believe, okay, I, it's hard to see because somebody has screen captured these and then put them in like a grid form. So you have to get your super peepers to try to figure out who she's uh, she's talking to. But she talks about lithium levels. She talks about how they're monitoring it, how they're making excuses to keep her on certain medications, but she doesn't feel like they're helping. Yep. She feels like they're making it worse. In any case... She posted all these things on the Instagram, pulled them down, but the internet remembers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So people have screenshot this is like, them. I mean, anytime Britney posts something, the joke is you better have screen capped it because it'll be gone in a, in a hot minute. Exactly. So people obviously do this the moment she posts something because especially when it's explosive stuff like this and the fact that she is tweeting all this is, um, well, it's troubling for a number of reasons. Right. So it was interesting because I actually like got pretty deep into the uh, comments or the replies to it. And there were people who were wondering why she posts those and then deletes them. And the, and the first obvious thing is her lawyer probably told her, right? Yeah, it's interesting, though, because I'm starting to believe that that might be the case. But also it might just be that this is the way she operates, because if her lawyer really was getting to her about this, you'd think that that behavior would stop. But she consistently does this. Right. So I don't I mean, perhaps her lawyer is not an effective, you know, um, lawyer at this point in getting her to do what is best for his client. Um, but that's a whole conversation we're not familiar with, because it's it sure seems to me like. Um, it's not really, this is just not going to make her case against her father and against others who she believes took advantage of her during the conservatorship any easier. Right. And the other reason that people are opining that she deletes, deleted these in particular is because apparently in California, you need to, you need consent from both parties before you can post a private conversation so and so then that would make it sound like maybe she didn't give her mom or her lawyer or her friend a heads up before she did that probably not i don't think so she doesn't seem to have a relationship with her mom despite what uh another now deleted post where she honored her mom and selena gomez yes in the same post which was awkward yeah uh but bradley that's not the only britney spears no so i you know i i am curious why she thought it was a good idea to post this conversation i don't was there a um was there a caption with this post? So that I don't have access to. Oh, okay. Because all I got from the, uh, I was only able to see the texts. Okay. Um, th- there was another part of the story. Here's another post that she has since deleted. 
and it's about her. Actually, now that I say that, I'm not sure. It's I'm pretty sure it's been deleted. Anyway, I I read on TMZ a story about Brittany claiming that her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, and her father, Jamie Spears, were colluding, conspiring against her in public during COVID. And I was like, what? Okay, so the story goes, essentially, she claims that her father and her sister, who we know she's not on good terms with, her father for obvious reasons, her sister, mm, I I don't know, less so, Oof. at least from where I stand. It seems like a more problematic issue that she's got with her sister, but, uh, or I should say, it, it seems more problematic that she has an issue with her sister. That said, the story in TMZ is based on a post from Britney's Instagram, wherein she posts a photo of both her father and her sister out in public and claims in that post that this is them during COVID and is trying to make the point, I can't read the full post to you because it is one long run on sentence and I would like to read a little bit, but suffice it to say, summer, uh, summarily, it's just a post about her claiming that they were meeting behind her back like oh covid was so bad but uh, and we and i couldn't go out of my house but these two could meet uh behind my back essentially right mm-hmm. um in the post itself well before i get to the post itself tmz through a source close to jamie that is probably jamie lynn spears herself claims um that picture was from before covid so nice try Brittany. i that's that didn't happen mm-hmm. um so jamie obviously jamie lynn spears sister of britney spears says that that picture was f- uh not fake but just misleading. not timed properly not what britney is claiming it is mm-hmm. but then to go back to the post so the post itself is another britney special Wherein you get one big run on sentence about I'm not quite sure what she talks. She has a whole conversation about backs as in people having your back or reflecting back. It's it's very interesting. Like she'll say reflecting back. Here are some pictures of my family. I'm reflecting back because it was during covid when the conservatorship was still in place and I couldn't have the keys to my car and leave home. But as you can see, my sister and my dad are out together and my husband and his sisters are all out having coffee that they be so cool, y'all. Why are we always why are all my doings always blasted? And then she goes on to say, basically, her sister's building a house in Louisiana, but we don't know that she's a joke in the media. But these people's secrets are being kept safe. She really is just bitter and angry and full of rage towards the media, towards um, the documentaries, towards uh, her family and you add to that just like there's just a bunch of nonsense in here that i'm not even quite sure makes any sense um she does reference her mom she says since people can all candidly get a kick out of me i would thoroughly enjoy showing up at my family's home to see what secrets they're hiding i mean my mom hid nine million things whenever i walked into the kitchen when i was home the movie ratatouille i like that movie it's about food you know Well, Mm. I just wanted to share with my beautiful family. So, again, it's like... What's happening? There is something clearly not mm, healthy going on. And I understand, and we say this all the time when it comes to Brittany, there's a lot of rage and there's a lot of anger and it's rightfully placed and understandable, but it's not going to lead to anything good, especially when you remember that there are legal... Yeah, uh, happenings about to unfold and these legal happenings are going to try to make a case against her dad 
Well, in doing so, her dad's going to have the right to defend himself. And if you're, you know, blasting him on social media, et cetera, it's not going to make your case any easier. And that's the thing is, to your point, Bradley, you got to I keep wondering why her lawyer or, or what, if anything, her lawyer is trying to do to stop her from these kind of hasty posts, because they that's what it feels like, is that they're hasty, that she's got you know, a lot of anger. And like you said, rightfully so. And she wants us to know about it, but it's in the long run. It doesn't, it might release the valve for her, but in the long run, it's not going to do her any favors in, in the actual legal case. And that is concerning. In any Weird. case, why did my mic? Uh, I'm here. I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just really quickly, what I was going to say is, uh, and again, all of the posts that we have talked about are now gone. So like she has completely removed them. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to make her job any easier, but I guarantee it's not the last we've heard mm-hmm. of these kinds of posts. How true that is. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to get all the latest from Hollywood and beyond. Our friend Holly's going to give it to us in a dirt alert on my, in my, where mm, my talk. What That's a seven what one. Thank you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The spectacular Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hey, Halls. Hey, Halls. We can hear you again. It just seems like you're in a maybe a different town. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. Technically, I think we're in the same town, but... Sounds like you're in a can. Oh, great! <laughs> hey, let's do this. Let's play. Let's play with your gain a little bit. Can we just do on-air production? On-air production. Yeah. Please yeah, stand let's do by. It. Let's do it. Work, work that gain. Oh, wait, sorry. That's work that not... gain, Holly. Work that gain. <laughs> work that gain. No, we're still. Difficulties. No. We'll figure it out okay. in the break. I mean, does this work better? No. No. Okay, well, then I'm going to be broadcasting to you from a tin can. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's we fine. love it. It's fine. Uh, let's talk about Zac Efron. Yes. Oh, please. Oh, my God. What's going on with my So is Netflix. Oh, my goodness. So they're being sued by a company over their show Down to Earth. Now, you guys remember the show Down to Earth. It was when Zac Efron was trying to go all goop on us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, now he's being sued. Okay, so he's being... And the reason he's being sued is interesting to me. Because it all has to do with uh, the name... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ...of the show and how it's being used, right? Right. So he's being sued by a company. They're saying that his down-to-earth with Zac Efron, it's been cross-promoted by Nature Valley snack bars. Now, this I love Nature Valley. this guy... What? I love Nature Valley snack bars. I mean, those yeah, are the granola bars of my childhood. They get a little crumbly sometimes. They do, but that's, that's half true. the, you know, that's half the. They always get stuck in my shirt. The, uh, oh, okay. Why are they getting stuck in your <laughs> shirt? When they get crumbly when you're eating them. They go down your shirt. Oh. Yeah, but then you get a snack for later, Colleen. Okay. So you or <laughs> somebody else does. Okay. Hey, uh, so this guy who owns Class 29, he's saying, well, he doesn't own that, but he's saying, that this trademark that he owns is uh, diluting his own down-to-earth stuff. So Zac Efron, by the fact that he has a Netflix show called Down to Earth, the guy who owns the snack bars and dried fruits is like, no, you are diminishing my dried fruit. Oh, well, um, I don't know. Does he have a case? You know, I think... (laughs) A legal expert that you are, Holly. I know I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs) say is i bet there's going to be a check that's written i bet a little settlement's going to be happening Mm -hmm. so that they don't have to worry about this anymore i kind of feel like that's basically what he's looking for is the extra little check me not zach efron the guy who's suing him. yeah yeah oh for sure and also he did the same thing to um kylie's husband travis scott Yes. After uh, the whole family was seen wearing shirts that said down to earth, he was like, oh, I'll sue you, too. And he did. Well, I will tell you, this is like a legitimate, um, you know, concern for people. And you have to be careful. Like I put something in an Instagram post once. Um, That's right. Every I time I would this. post like a fermentation uh, video, like, oh God, my life is you so re- exciting. That makes you sound every real sexy. Every time I post something about <laughs> fermentation. I would post it for entertainment tonight because, you know, we always do entertainment tonight. It's, it's a, a real good, good show. show. Well, some guy reached out and was like, I actually own the, the copyright of the trademark on for entertainment. And I was like, oh, OK. So I had to literally go back and remove, um, you know, those those posts. I feel like that feels like so much work to have to go to always be searching to see if other people are using your yeah. thing. I guess if you are really passionate about the thing that you created, you really want to, you know, be able to, um, you know, hold on to it. Yeah. So I understand it. It's just like I was like, oh, I had no idea. Because when you're just like putting stuff on <laughs> an Instagram post. Right. You know, you you don't have any clue. But and I also imagine that there's probably computer programs that do this for you. You know, like, it's not like somebody's searching. It's like literally every right. week Google's going to send you an email saying here are all the people using your trademarked term. So you can chase them down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me tell you, the technology, it's out there. Yeah. It's scary. Mm. Um, now let's get to some petty gossip. Oh, please. This is a delightful story. Petty gossip. It's, concerning, it's petty gossip from Jojo Siwa. Mm. Petty Jojo? What's going on with the Bobo? Oh, well, Bobo wearing no longer jojo is i'm not yoda I swear. Thank oh my you, gosh jojo yoda <laughs> yo yo <laughs> no so jojo ziwa uh, she went viral for a tiktok video that she posted yesterday and you guys she is telling us 
who the rudest celebrity she has ever met is. Oh, fun. Ooh. Who was it? Who's Not Vicki Lawrence. The rudest celebrity JoJo Siwa has ever met is... Candace Cameron <gasps> Bure. Oh, no! my God. What did she say? Yes. Well, she just was asked, you know, to go over on the TikTok. Uh, people were asking her a bunch of different questions. And she said, when it came to reveal the rudest celebrity I've ever met, JoJo Siwa showed a photo on her phone of <gasps> Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Candace Cameron she Bure. She captioned the photo, pool day equals exposed. Ha, 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 ha. Wow. Now Candace Cameron Bure has yet to uh, respond to JoJo Siwa's accusations. Um, she's the celebrity she's ever met. No offense, but I mean, you know, I just said no offense in the way that it doesn't mean no offense. Actually, it just means like I wouldn't like uh, pregnant pause. I wouldn't be surprised if Candace Cameron Bure responds because I feel like she is like a social media um person she loves to have she's a tiktoker too oh that's right she is a tiktoker and uh, i wouldn't be surprised if she gets on the talk and talks about uh, jojo's shade yeah oh great can't wait for that clap back uh so let's go to paris where ben affleck and jennifer lopez are currently honeymooning they had a romantic dinner outside of the eiffel tower now sources over at people.com are giving us exclusive details about their dinner sources over at tmz are showing photographs of ben affleck crying oh he's crying he's having emotions there's no crying in marriage (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm teasing that was a joke It does look, I mean, it's clear that he's actually crying. I was thinking these are photos that, um, I don't know what the context is. I didn't look at it long enough to see if there was some, uh, it's so obvious context, but it did look like a sort of a candid photo that perhaps they weren't expecting. Yeah, that is a genuine paparazzi photograph of an intimate moment that celebrities did not want to share with the general public, but we're getting it courtesy of TMZ. Ooh. Well, Holly... Thank you for that wonderful dirt alert. Thank you. We're going to deal with... Do I sound better now? No. No. Mm -mm. But you look funny. Okay. I've got thoughts. We'll we'll Yeah, we've got thoughts. We're going to talk in the break, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to hear you better when we come back after this, because you're going to give us some blind items. Uh, We're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. Mysteries. After this on My Talk 107.1. It's welcome back. Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. We're hoping that Holly Roberts is hearable. Hey, Halls. Oh, see, now we're disconnected. Ding, dang. It's all good. It's you all can good. figure we're it out. Figure do you want to roll the blind items and I'll introduce everyone? While uh, yeah, why don't you do that? All right. Hey, guys, we like to play a game each and every day at about this time. Holly brings us some blind items. Now, I know she's got some juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, and she's going to throw them at us in just a moment or two when we get everything uh, squared away. And again, all of these blind items come from our good friend, Enti Lawyer, over at crazydaysandnights.net. And a lot of times it has to do with all sorts of celebrities that we love. This is called tap dancing. Are you there, Holly? I should be. Yes! Oh my gosh, and your microphone works! I hear you. We have you you live, honey. That's that's called IT 101. You turn it on and And you turn it on. I was going to say, that, that always helps. All right, Holly, I introduced the segment. Give us our first blind item. Oh, boy. Yeah. Celebrity gossip mysteries. Uh, Here we go. 
This permanent A-list comic actor got a movie shut down because of his behavior. He won't be back on the movie and probably will never work again once the nearly 100 stories of women and his behavior <gasps> become public. Oof. Oh, I feel like this is so obvious. Who did we just talk about that's problematic? With we the talked ladies. about this person maybe about a month ago. A comic actor. And is the comic actor young old? Old. Oh. Mm. Oh. Like, do they do stand-up or are they TV movies? TV movies. TV movies? Um, um, were they Saturday Night Live at some point? Yes. Is it like, um, is it like what, Bradley? Bill Hader? No. Oh. Okay. Uh, is it like an Adam Sandler? No. Is it the mango? Older. Oh. Oh, older. older. It is not Chris Kattan. Is it, uh, like, uh, Daryl Hammond? Way older. Way, Way older. older. Oh my God! So it's got to be. Oh, like a uh, oh a uh, uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, oh, Bill Murray. Yes, yes, Queen. We did talk Ooh. about him and his problematic nature. Yikes! Yeah, so yikes for Bill Murray. He got a movie shut down because of his behavior. Now Bill Murray won't be back on that movie and probably will never work again once the nearly one hundred stories Ooh. of women and his behavior become public. All right. Yikes! Well, I'm not. I'm not excited about that. Yikes. Nor, uh, but I am, I am happy for the people who feel like, or, uh, believe that they were, or were assaulted or whatever it is. Cause we don't know. So it's hard to say, like, I'm just saying it's good for the people that were affected. It's not good for those of us who didn't realize this was an issue. Like if victims are able to be heard and some sort of punishment is issued or, you know, Yes. Yes. All of those things. Executive decision. We move on. Move on! (laughs) To this celebrity gossip mystery. For years, the illiterate talk show host has gone to a strip club on her birthday. This year's no different, but her family members who want her money show it as it's her in decline. Ooh. Well, that's Wendy. Wendy. Because we've seen this. Also, it was her birthday. I know that because I saw it on the Instys. But I will say there was a video of her that somebody posted taking uh, video and she wasn't holding the phone correctly. It oh, was yeah. very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what NT Lawyer is telling you is that Wendy goes to the strip club every year for her birthday. So it's not abnormal behavior. She's fine. But there are people who want her money who are mm. positioning it as maybe something that is problematic. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I just, I worry about her. I worry do you? about her. I do. I just really do because something ain't right. Something ain't, something ain't right. Yeah, no, we know that something's not right. And I just hope that the people that are around her are trying to do their best by her because that's the concern is that I don't she might be t- being taken it. advantage of. That's what I'm worried about, too. Okay, here's another blind item, Colleen Bradley. Please solve the following. If you think this permanent A-list singer cares about the really high ticket prices, you would be wrong. He could make them all a certain price. He has the working man image, but he enjoys the money more. Bruce? I don't, I can't say it. I can't Bruce, I thought you were talking about Adele at first, and then I realized Mm. you were talking about the Bruce. 
the boss. The boss. The Bruce. I just call him the Bruce. I don't actually call him that because... So funny, he calls you the Brad. The Brad. That's awesome that he knows my name. Oh, so filling in the blank, if you think that Bruce Springsteen cares about really high ticket prices for his upcoming tour, you would be wrong. He could he make them all a certain Because pr- he, thank you, Bradley. He has a working man image to uphold, but he really likes the money. Why are you all. looking at me like that? I wasn't, but if you <laughs> no, have I know. something to share, well, no, I do. just know that we have tickets. I did not ask my husband how much he spent on them, and I'm scared. Well, uh, I can tell you uh, how much he was likely to have oh, spent because that's been reported. Don't worry, you'll hear about that during the debate oh, segment good. today. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay, another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, this one has been solved, and maybe this perhaps is a revisit from a blind item you guys did last week. I don't know. We'll take Let's it. Let's solve we'll this. Tell Random but fun, says NT Lawyer, the person yes, who wrote this one. blind item. <laughs> the illiterate former almost A-list actress who is a newlywed saw that the celebrity CEO is vacationing in a country where our actress once pretended to own a nightclub. She says that summer, the pair hooked up. So this is uh, Lindsay Lohan and... Elon. Elon Musk. They did it in Greece. Exactly. Okay. And you know what's actually funny is I ac- I accidentally almost got two other blind, like that blind item and another one mixed up. So I almost said George Clooney. Oh. And I was sitting in my head thinking, no, that could never have happened. That would never have happened but for sure. Fill in the blank, please. Holly? Yeah. So Lindsay Lohan saw that Elon Musk was vacationing in uh, Greece, where she used to pretend to own a nightclub. So she says that summer, the pair hooked up. Mm. What's interesting is I didn't understand the the tense of that statement because he was just in Greece. So, like, did they just hook up? Or is he just saying, like, they hooked up back then in Greece and he's in Greece, so that's why this is relevant? Do you know what I mean? I think that... Yeah, I think it's the latter, Bradley. Okay. I think it sounds to me like when Lindsay Lohan was running her beach club and nightclub, perhaps they hooked up at one point in time. She was getting all greased up. Yeah, she so she she was feeling a little nostalgic. Uh, yeah. Let's not talk about her getting greased up, but thanks. That's nasty. Exactly. You're the one that I want. You got a shorty there, Hulse? Do I have a shorty? Let me just look in my file. Okay. Look in your blind your item file. Your manila folder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, that manila big, folder. in that big file cabinet of blind items that we have. She's like, I let mean, me look I, under pee. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that because my computer is being kind of obnoxious right now. Oh, and it's it not happens. letting me read anything. It happens. So, yeah, it happens Make a one little up. bit. <laughs> uh, well, here, here's what I can tell you. Is that... Here is a blind item. Now, things have changed recently in the headlines this morning, but the 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 blind item, the gist of it is that this A-list singer was lying to her fans when she said that she was going to be rearranging the kitchen to get a certain concert arrangement to be happening oh, soon. Oh, Adele. Adele. So, yes. So fill in that blank cuz I didn't quite get it, but Okay, so filling in the blank here, what NT Lawyer was saying is that Adele wasn't planning on re-upping her Las Vegas residency, Mm. and she was essentially lying to people. But the story has changed today, where she has announced new dates at Caesars Palace. So something happened in the past couple of weeks 
for Adele to sign that contract and move it forward because she had no plans on going back to Caesar's Palace. Yeah, I think that's probably absolutely 100% the truth. Also, money. Also, the way we know this is true is because if you'll remember, and we're going to talk about this. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This later in the show, uh, I think. I'm not looking directly. Yeah. Um, the Let's just say that the date's There's something wonky with the dates. So I'm just going to say I feel like they must have come to her with uh, a disgusting amount of money. And um, that cinched the deal for her. Mm. Well, more shall be revealed. And Bradley might be revealing a little bit more a little bit later in the show. But Holly, in the meantime, in between time, I'm so glad we figured out how to get you into the chat better. And louder. Yeah, the tin can was uncomfortable. (laughs) But now, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little publationship corner with a publationship that we're loosely calling Humper at this moment. Humper? (laughs) Holly made that one up uh, in the pre show. That would be Bradley Cooper and Huma. Um, Abedin, Abedin, we're going to have like a vomit fest because there's a source that's talking and it sounds like they're really trying to get us to believe this. I'll tell you all about it when we come back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. We're here on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We love to talk about a publationship and there is a new publationship on the block, Bradley. And uh, this one, um, Holly cleverly calls Humper. Uh, It would be Bradley Cooper and Huma Abedin. Oh, yeah. Those two crazy kids. Okay. So can you give some context to the world who we all know who Bradley Cooper is, but Huma Abedin is not an actress. No. So she's a celebrity ish person. Yeah. Can you give the world a context of how they might know Huma Abedin? Oh, well, you would know Huma Abedin because she was married to Anthony Weiner, who had a wandering Weiner. And and we all like to show people uh, learned about that. And it was gross and creepy and disgusting. And he went away for a while and then tried to come back and then went away again because it got worse. And she decided, obviously, that second time to leave his ass. And uh, all of a and sudden, his wiener. and his wiener, <laughs> and um, now she's popped up again. No pun intended. <laughs> this time, because she's got something that she wants people to buy. Okay, so exactly, Bradley. Uh, she's got a book coming out mm-hmm. and a TV series that's based on that book. Okay, so that's like that's all big stuff. Yeah. And we thought it was a little bit odd when we heard that she was dating Bradley Cooper until we learned. 
that those two projects were coming out. Well, of course, in every publicationship, which Bradley, what is a publicationship? Relationship for publicity. There's always like the hype person behind the scenes that's, you know, talking to all the tabloids. Now, it's not really a person calling up the tabloids. It's usually like in a press release. But that voice is always telling us how this relationship came together. Because they're not going to do, you know, interviews to try to tell us. So this source uh, had a conversation, allegedly, with... uh, Yahoo. Actually, she knows. She doesn't know. That's the name of the publication. It's probably in a a million other places. But I found it in Yahoo, and it's attributed to the website she knows. I think it's originally a people People, story. You're right. That's true. It's a people exclusive, which we know means that somebody uh, from whom is camp was calling over to people. Exactly. And then everybody else is going to write about it and act like they also got the scoop, which they didn't. So here's what that source said. Ready? They are dating, but it's not a full speed ahead type thing yet. It's still in the earlier stages. Now, while I'm saying this stuff, think about, like literally imagine a human being saying this about a relationship. Nobody would ever say that. Right? Bradley is fascinated by her. True. Huma is... Oh, Bradley Cooper, yeah. Yeah. Him too. Huma is, oh, I get it. Huma is very international and has seen and done so much. Okay. Yeah. That's, nobody says that. That's not real. Those are words that an intern put together on paper. Right. He finds this intriguing and challenging. Mm, Sure. Okay. Way to make Bradley Cooper sound like a total thumb. Right. Yeah. Like she is. She gets around. She sees the world, and he finds that to be intriguing and challenging. What's challenging about it? Yeah, the only challenge is to find out who wrote that, because it wasn't Bradley Cooper. <laughs> right. Quote, they are both serious-minded people, dedicated to their work and doing the right thing. I, You know, this the thing that's so fascinating to me in this whole story about the two of them, because, again... If you had said, who's Bradley Cooper's next date going to be or uh, girlfriend going to be, nobody would have picked Huma Abedin, not because she's not qualified or anything. It's just she doesn't, you know, that is not a name that would have readily jumped to the fore of potentials for Bradley Cooper, Mm -hmm. because you would assume it would be another high profile actress or model, a la one arena shake uh, or any of the other famous women that he's been connected to over the years. Mm -hmm. So, um but that then begs the question, how did these two come together? That's the far more fascinating story. It's not to say that, like, look, again, like all relationships, we don't know what's really going on between them, if anything. But um, I'm far more interested in the real story of how they got connected. Like, hey, I got this project. Or, like, they went on one date and he was like, you know, I bet I there's a story there and I want to know the actual story. I don't need all this like fake people exclusive well, BS. And that's, what's frustrating about it is when you have an opportunity, that is what people want to know. Like, how did this happen? Nobody really cares about why he finds her intriguing. That's not, that's not what we're here for. The story we're here for is the story about how they found each other and started dating. But that's not the story they're telling, which I actually think is worth paying attention to, right? At least where a publicationship is concerned, because it means that they probably have not figured out a way to to tell that story or to tell a story. 
about how the two of them met and got introduced to yeah, each or, other and started or it's dating. Just, we're not there yet. Like That's this true is going to be a story arc and we're not at that story arc right now. Right now they're just telling us, don't worry, they're not moving too fast. Okay. okay. I don't. Great. Right. They're just hanging out. But he finds her intriguing and challenging. But whenever her series comes out, I imagine that's when things are going to really start heating up. And then they'll be seen. If I'm being totally cynical. Well, you're probably right, though. I mean, that's when they'll start to be seen on red carpets together. Uh, That's when, you know, we might get those paparazzi, fake paparazzi pictures of the two of them, I don't know, out on a beach or something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, I do just want to say she is stunningly beautiful. Yeah, and I was, you know, I wanted to make the point, like, it's it's nothing against Uma Abedin. It's just, and I hope she's very successful in her, you know, memoir and the series in the works around that memoir, which, by the way, is in the works at E1. I don't know what E1 is, a production company. But anyway, um, it's not that I don't want and wish for her all of the great things. It's just, it's so interesting to me that she is using uh, a, a relationship in the same way that we're so used to celebrities. You don't typically see, I mean, I guess you could call her a politician or at least politician adjacent. You don't typically see politicians operating this way, although some do. I don't know. It's, it's, I I just think there's more of a story here that we're not being made aware of. Well, and it makes me wonder. Oh, go ahead. It's a project too. Oh, Oh, tell us, tell us more. Well, he's got a classy project, you guys. So he's trying to, he's classing up his image because if you've seen Bradley Cooper out and about town, he's filming this movie called Maestro. Oh, about about uh, Leonard Bernstein, right? Exactly. So, you know, he wants to kick it up intellectually a notch too. So it behooves him to participate. And it also kind of behooves him to participate in the sense that, you know, we actually probably will pay more attention to the story because it seems so not the normal brand for him that that it's going to get more headlines. It's going to get more people talking if we're seeing Bradley Cooper around town with somebody more politically adjacent. Yeah. And it also could indicate that maybe Uma Aberdeen Aberdeen. I'm sorry. That's a that was a Hunger Games reference. Aberdeen is looking into maybe going more toward the entertainment yeah. side, right? Like maybe she is well, trying she obviously to break is in. She's getting, yeah. I mean, you know, she's got a series in the works, so she yeah. definitely wants, you know, a pipeline to Hollywood for sure. So I don't know. Best of luck to both of them. I hope that um, we'll be talking about them more. I imagine it's true. I hope he sorts out his feelings of complication around her. Oh yes, because that would be hard. Sort out your feelings, Bradley. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the thing that makes a vacation fancy for you? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll take your calls after this on my talk one zero seven one.